the world. This address with its included scripture reading was part of the YouTube streamed worship service from St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia on February 25th, 2024. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au Did your people, Lord, we look to you sermon text, which is also the Old Testament reading then for this day, is written in the book of Genesis in chapter 12, and I'm going to read from the first verse. <clears throat> now the Lord said to Abram, go, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75. Let's pray. Loving God, thank you uh, for the gift of faith that Jesus um, came to the earth to walk the walk that we walk and went to the cross to bring about forgiveness and at Easter time the resurrection to new life. Thank you for the spirit who works faith in our hearts and who calls us to follow Jesus, to go. We pray that you would help us to follow in Jesus' name. Amen. Go! Go. Last Sunday we talked about being, uh, uh, getting ready and getting set. Today we've reached go. Uh, and there's no get ready for Abram, it seems to me, as I read this text in Genesis. There's no get set, it's just go. Wow. We're doing a lot of getting ready, those of us who are going to go and visit our partner church in, Indo in Indonesia. We, as I said, we spent a day yesterday getting ready, culturally uh, uh, asking all sorts of questions. There's many details yet to go. Get ready, get set. But here, it's just go. And sometimes God's call to us will be that. Go. Go at this time. Go at this place. Go to these people. Abram and Sarai do just that. They go. They pack up everything and away they go. And I just want to say a brief word of thank you to Kate Burke on the staff and the myriad of volunteers who packed us up from so many parts of this area of plant here to take things down to Station Street back in uh, in January or thereabouts. Thankfully, I came back from lead after of most of that. Um, but Kate and, and team, thank you so much. I'm going to use our building project and our little move back to Station Street as my, as my, uh, my example to follow through this morning um, when we're hearing this call to go. 
You might like to follow that, or you might be thinking of things in your life, in your life individually, maybe challenges, maybe calls that you have where this might resonate with you. If we think our move and our big build is big, and I think it is actually for us as a church, as a congregation, God's big promise of grace, I'm here to tell you, is even bigger. God's big promise and God's big outcomes for Abram and Sarah, and for you and me through that, by the way. As we go back to Genesis, if we go to the end of the previous chapter, chapter 11, we hear that this couple is unable to have a child and are already old. And now God calls them to go. And the, the people around them, you know, I tried to think of what would the people be thinking of them? Now, like, what they're going to do is pack up and go from all the things that would have been the visual things for the society of what, is, what, what actually brings blessing. It's total madness, I think. In, perhaps for the eyes of others. Maybe it's akin to Noah building an ark when it's dry. Uh, it's of that level. Go from the things that show blessing. Go from the land that you're occupying. Not unlike today, you know, it's no small thing to own uh, uh, some land. And not everyone, you know, has that, that blessing. Go from your land is the first place. Go from your father's house, go from your family around you. And again, another visual sign of blessing in that culture of that time. Go you who don't have a family, by the way, without a child, it just doesn't make sense. Abram and Sarai go. They go in trust. They go in faith. Sometimes this call from God to go and to follow Jesus on his way of the cross in our lives can be a little bit like this. There's no getting ready, there's no getting set. And I can speak from my own experience in life, it can sometimes be a very anxious time. I'm on the spot here. The last thing, Lord, I want to do is to go. It's scary. It's hard. But I want to assure you, dear friends in Christ, from the outset, and draw your attention to the wonderful reality for Abram and Sarai, always remember that God is waiting in the place already for them. And God is already waiting in the place for you too. Maybe it's a strange new land that God calls us to. Maybe it's a strange a situation or people. But God will call and God will promise and God will be faithful for you. Many years later, the prophet Isaiah reminded a people who were facing the strangeness of being away from their land, the people of Israel in exile. For their sin, they'd been punted out and they were in a difficult place. And Isaiah encourages them when he says this, Listen to me, look to Abraham your father and to Sarah who bore you. For he was but one when I called him, but I blessed him and made him many. For the Lord will comfort Zion, he will comfort all her waste 
places. We might look like a waste place here at some stage in the near future too. And we'll make her wilderness like Eden, her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her. Thanksgiving and the voice of song. Dear friends in Christ, God is surely with us, with you and me, on the journey of faith in life. And he's with us as we start, about to start this building project. Don't be afraid and please encourage each other in the promises of God. Whatever you're facing, as we arrive again at Station Street for various fellowship events, for example, God is already there waiting to bless us with his grace, the grace of his promise. As we arrive on Sundays for worship here at Riversdale Road, God is already here waiting for you to bless you as you've already been blessed with the sure word of forgiveness, with promise, with his presence, to be with you and fellow travellers on the way. The journey ahead of you and for us sometimes might have some unknowns. It might be scary. But God is with us. We have a wonderful adventure always ahead of us and God will be waiting on the journey for us. But he always calls, up, calls us to go up to his house and worship. So, on the journey, will you encourage each other to come to the place where God is waiting to bless you in worship? And then it might be sometimes from this place too that we hear the call, go and make disciples of all nations. Here are we as community to use um, this place that we've been blessed with and the place down the road at Station Street. How are we to, what blessings is God opening up for us? One congregation on two campuses or however you want to talk about it. What does it mean for us as a community? What are the opportunities that open up for us? And what does it mean that we're going to have a building project here? Does it mean that we need to, we need to stop and wait until we get here to hear the call go? Or is God calling us already as we discern for the future? And I think that this is an opportunity for us in these times to be people at prayer and discerning what it might mean when there's a new building here. But what is God calling us to now? To follow him today, what does this mean? Well, I've been reflecting on a few things whilst I've been on uh, rest and refreshment leave. And I, for what it's worth, I'm just going to share those with you. And I'd encourage you to share the things that are on your hearts and minds as well. First of all, I'd like to suggest that we are called to be who we are. You are called to be you in, in Christ. Because who we are is God's church, the body of Christ. How might we use this time, this building time, to grow in being who we are? For example, we've got a little Lenten study happening at Station Street throughout Lent. You might like to consider joining the young adults and others who are coming along to that on Wednesdays throughout March. How are we 
uh, as God's church who are already in partnership with others like the Chinese Lutheran Church of Victoria, how are we called to use this time to grow in our partnership with them? They're facing the same things as us. What does this mean, not only for you know, navigating the difficult path, but for the call that we share together to bring the gospel in our place? How are we called to hear the invitation of others in our local space to come and uh, receive their hospitality as well? We are called to go to all nations, and today we're going to commission and bless a little team of people from St Paul's who are going to Indonesia in a few weeks' time. May I ask you to pray. Pray not only for the team who goes, which is pretty much as you'll see the team come up this morning, um, a, a team made up of different people from through the, di the different generations. Pray for us as a team, but also pray for the people uh, that we're in partnership and going to in Indonesia. Please, I, I, I value your prayers. And then as I thought about being called to all the, all the nations on my R&R &R leave, I had cause to give thanks to God for the nature of a community that is multicultural. It's certainly the community in which we are set. And I think it's um, showing in, in different ways in our own community here at St Paul's. In light of God welcoming Abram and Sarai to a new land, I pondered whether we who are welcomed by God into his family through baptism are called to be inviters of our community, our multicultural community, to join us in this place. I pondered what our sign out the front might look like. St Paul's, a multicultural church who welcome all, or something like that. What would you put on our sign to say who we are and what our welcome is to the people uh, that in which we, God has called us and set us to be. And always as a congregation of the LCANZ, our shared call, and Erin will share something of this in a video with us in a moment, is to follow Christ to go where he leads in mission. We are called with the whole church to bring his gospel to the world. What's our positive contribution to that of the wider church and God's mission. These are just some of the considerations that I've had. Because also we are called in our lives each day and each week to go as individuals. How is God blessing you to be a blessing to others in life? Last Sunday, I introduced you to my Godmum Grace, at whose funeral I'll preach this coming week. Her response to go was simply to go to different individuals in her life, people like me, and just point me to Jesus with a word of encouragement. I asked you last Sunday, is there someone in your life like that too? Are you called to someone? May I challenge you this Lent perhaps as a Lenten devotional consideration, whether there's someone, one person, one new person, that God might be calling you 
to walk with this at this time and encourage them with Jesus. Maybe you've got lots of other thoughts on what our call is to go during this time. I'd really, really welcome hearing from you. Go. Abram and Sarai did just that, didn't they? They simply answered the call in faith. And God was with them. God went ahead of them and welcomed them with blessing to be a blessing for the whole world. That's you and me too. That's our story. Dear friends, Jesus has gone ahead of us. His is the way of the cross for you and me. And on that cross, he's overcome the power of sin, the power of the evil one, the power of death, the power of the anxiety that sometimes overtakes us. He calls us to receive his gifts, to grow in them and to go to be his blessing as you are in the world. Amen. And in all times, the peace of God will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. When you come in glory, Lord, make us to be one with you. We look to you to help and save.